0: Thanks for listening to the LifePoint Church Podcast. Visit us online at lifepointcentral.com. Uh, but today we're going to kind of take a little break from that, and, and uh, I'm, I'm really excited about this. And so the staff has been going through this book, and I brought it here just so you can see. It's, it's by Johnny McCowan, and it's called Stepping Up. And so as a staff, we've been reading through this. And so when Pastor Aaron asked me to, to speak, he said, won't you just grab something from from that book that you've learned and, and just build off of that, and so um, I was excited about that because it's been a really good book, but um, so I'm, I'm going to go kind of a, a different direction, um, but I'm excited. Are you excited? Awesome. I'm nervous. Are you nervous? <laughs> no. All right. Well, thanks for that. No. No. Uh, so um, just to start off, I just want to read a quote, and, and the, I guess the, the premise of this book is, is this, discovering the power of your position. Um, God has given us all a place, a sphere of influence, uh, and I think a lot of times we walk through life and we don't really fully take advantage or fully are really even aware of what God, God has given us, what he's done in us, and what we're capable of, amen? Amen. So uh, this book kind of talks about that, but, but there's a quote here that I'm building everything out of this morning off of that I wanted to help you. And I, I really believe, and don't, don't, don't check out on this because I really believe that this is for somebody in this room and this is going to help you. I, I truly believe that. Um, so this is the quote. It says, Jesus told us that with people, some things are possible, but with God, all things are possible. We must do our part. We focus on what's possible and leave the impossible up to God. I think you have to put yourself in a position to do what you can. You have to take one step. When we take one step, God takes two. And so um, just this whole idea of um, just the impossible. I think, you know, the Christian thing to say, you know, because when you hear like um, nothing is impossible with God, we would all agree with that statement or we've all heard that statement or it's in, it's in the Bible. I, nothing's impossible. I believe God can do. But when, it, when we really bring it into our situation, into our life, Do we really believe that anything is possible you know what i'm saying like when it becomes real when the rubber meets the road and you gotta you have to stand in faith for something do we really believe that nothing is impossible and i love what this quote says it says that you know we we do our part which is the possible and then we allow god to do his part which is the impossible we got to do what we know to do and then and then trust god with the rest amen and so, so I'm building off of this, this thought this morning, but I first I have to get you to understand something. And, and, and this is big. This is, this is like the foundation of what I'm talking about. You have to understand, have this understanding, okay? We, can we have this understanding? And this is, this is what it is. It's possible. It's possible, okay? I don't know what you're facing. I don't know what you're challenged with. Maybe it's healing in your body. Maybe it, maybe it looks so impossible. Maybe it's a new business venture. You got to get this. It's possible. It's possible. Look at your neighbor and say, it's possible. It's possible. It's possible to see that relationship restored. It's possible to be a better parent. It's possible to have a relationship with your children again. It's possible to, like I said, to have that healing. Maybe there's been pain in your body for years and you're like, it's just, this is just what life is for me. No, no, it's possible. You know why it's possible? The Bible says that the healing is the children's bread. It it is possible. But listen, I'm telling you, you, you've got to have this understanding before we build on this. Look at your neighbor again. Look at your other neighbor. Do that. Say, it's possible. It's possible to have peace in your life. You know, I think you guys have probably maybe, I don't know, seen this on the news uh, with the school in Kentucky, Asbury, the revival that's breaking out. Come on. Now, now, listen, isn't that amazing? I'm like, Lord, bring some of that up here. And it's, it's spreading through other schools now and things. But just, just think about this. Like, in a world where, where that we live in, the culture is just insane right now, Right? And you think that Christianity is being attacked, and even in other parts of the world, to the point where people are being martyred for their faith. But look at a small Christian school in the middle of Kentucky that's getting worldwide attention. Look what God can do through, through a seemingly impossible situation. Listen, it's possible. We can have so much confidence in media and culture, yet when it comes to the things of God, it's like, oh, I mean, I don't know if I can believe that. I mean, I believe in God and I believe in Jesus, but I mean, that he could really heal me, it's possible. It's possible, y'all. We got to believe that. Say it one more time. It's possible. possible. So I'm I'm reading out of Mark chapter 10, uh, and just to build this out a little bit, and and I'm I'm calling this message Stepping Up, Um, and I believe that God's called us all to step up. Um, step up in our faith particularly but whatever situation that you're facing God wants you to step up and he and it's possible for you to step up in your life okay so Mark chapter 10 verse 46 it says now they came to Jericho as he went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great multitude blind Bartimaeus the son of Timaeus sat by the road begging and when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say Jesus son of David have mercy on me Then many warned him to be quiet, and he cried out all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. Then they called the blind man, saying to him, Be of good cheer, rise, he is calling you. And throwing aside his garment, he rose and came to Jesus. So Jesus answered and said to him, What do you want me to do for you? The blind man said to him, "Rabbi, that I might receive my sight. Then Jesus said to him, Go your way, your faith has made you well. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus on the road. So here's blind Bartimaeus. He's sitting on the side of the road. He's begging, and he hears that Jesus is coming by. He's walking by, and so he starts yelling out, right? I mean, if you're blind, if you've been blind, and you know that your healing is walking by you, wouldn't you do the same thing? If he he sees a possibility... He's doing everything in his power to get the attention of Jesus because he knows that his breakthrough is right there, literally walking by, right? And so he yells out and, and finally Jesus stops and calls him over and Jesus asks, what do you want me to do for you? And he said that I would receive my sight. And so Jesus heals him and he says, your faith has, has made you well, go on your way. And so, so, so in order for us to step up, we're going to step up And it's possible. I've got three points for you this morning. And these are good. These are good. The first one is this, is that if we want to step up, we have to enlarge our vision. We have to enlarge our vision. Vision is what you see when your eyes are closed. Right? Sight's what you see when they're open. Well, Blind Bart made us, he he didn't, I'm just going to call him Bart. It's just easier to say, Blind Bart. Okay. So he didn't, he wasn't able to see with his sight, You've, you've heard the scripture, we walk by faith, not by sight, right? Well, he didn't have the option to walk by sight anyways, right? So it's just faith or nothing, right? He hears, like, like you say, he, he imagined his life as if he had sight. And that moved him so much that he just, he, he, Jesus, son of David, right? He, he was so convinced that on the other side of, of Jesus was his breakthrough, just, just walking by. We have to enlarge our vision, your life will move in the direction of your vision and so some of you may be thinking like I don't have any vision your life will move in the direction of your vision what has God promised you what does his word say about you You No, if if it's if it's healing in your body you need to envision yourself healed just like blind Bart did right Man, he, he envisioned it, and it moved him to go towards Jesus. If it's a relationship, you need to, you need to envision restoration. And if it's, if it's you, if it's your, your parenting, I keep going back to this one because it's just the life that I'm, I'm in in this season of my life. I'm, I'm a dad, I've got three kids, and, and so I, I, I need to envision myself being a better dad. Man, there are things I don't like about the way that I do things, but I need to envision myself being there, being a better parent, and same for you. Whatever it is that God's doing in you, you need, we need to enlarge our vision. We need to see ourselves at the other side of our breakthrough. What would life be like if it were different? If I had that healing, if I had, if I had that breakthrough, what would life... We need to enlarge our vision. Amen. You know, I think it's, it's awesome about kids is that, you know, they just, anything is possible. Do you ever, you know, they say that when you get older in age, in your 30s and 40s, that you start losing the ability to dream or to envision, right? Because everything's based on your experiences and your, you know, your, the pressures around you and real, how it's been before, right? We build a lot of our life off of like, well, I've seen this before. I've been down this road, right? I, I know what, where this ends up. But for a kid, it's like, why not? Why should that be in my way? Right? We were, um, so my youngest loves tractors, and he calls them EIOs. And so uh, we, uh, we were at Lowe's. I had to get a couple things, and we were looking at the EIOs, and we, um, he, you know, literally every single EIO we sat on. And uh, I'm like, buddy, this is the same thing. It's just, an, you know, a different one. But we sat on them all and I um, had all the kids with me. And then, then I told him somehow, I don't know mistakenly that Tractor Supply has more EIOs. <laughs> so we make our way to Tractor Supply and we're sitting on the EIOs. And they had a couple uh like kid sized ATVs. And um, they weren't super expensive, but it's not just like, you know, buying a lollipop. But so my son Arlo, he's, he's sitting on this and he's like, can I have it? <laughs> like, why not? Like, what, why, what, what? You know there's no reason why there's no logical reason why I can't just take this home right now right but like is isn't that such a cool way of thinking though like why do we let impossibility rule our life why do we let these limitations rule our life especially when it's in the Word of God because isn't isn't the God of the impossible Bigger than any other situation, any other circumstance, and we sing about it. We we you know we we lift our hands and we praise, but but um, man, he's the God of the impossible. And it's easier for us to put our faith into a situation than it is a promise of God. But I would just love that uh, to have some more of that that childlike dreaming, wouldn't you? But it's possible. We have to enlarge our vision. You know that the enemy, he wants to cloud your vision. God wants you to enlarge your vision, but the enemy wants to cloud your vision. He wants to keep you into thinking about your insecurities, what you can't do, the college degree that you don't have, the failures that you've had, the mistakes that you've made. If he can keep you in that zone, he knows you won't be able to enlarge your vision. Yeah, I'll, I'll, never, I'll never be able to do that. I'm, I'm not, I'm not good enough at that, that's where the enemy wants to keep you. He wants to remind you of your past. He wants to control the narrative of your life. And I, I, honestly, I think that, that media and culture, not that people are evil, but I think the devil uses people in, in media and to, to cloud our culture with, with evil. I believe it. He wants to remind you of your failures, tell you that you can't, you won't, you never will, you're not strong enough, you're not good enough. But God says something different about you. God says something different about you. You know, one day, we, one time we were flying out of Pittsburgh, and um, we it was a really gloomy day. Uh, you know, when you, when you fly when it's like windy and stuff, it's just a turbulent ride, right? So we're, we're flying out of Pittsburgh. We're taking off, and it's, it's just gloomy outside. It's like 1 one in the afternoon, but it looks like it's like nighttime. It's just dark. It's windy. It's cold and rainy. It's just a gloomy Uh, bad takeoff, right? So we take off and we're going through the clouds and it's kind of turbulent and we're holding on and we kind of poke through the top of the clouds when we're reaching our cruising altitude and it's like sunny. The sky is blue. Anybody ever experienced that? Where you're just you're going up through the clouds and it's just rough and, and you know gloomy but then you break through the clouds and it's like oh my gosh it's like a different planet up here, right? The sky is blue, the sun is shining. It's like All of that cloud coverage created such a different atmosphere and listen that's what the enemy wants to do in your life if he can if he can just put a coverage of just just a depressing coverage over your life of everything you can't do and everything that you're not but if you could only see beyond all of that and you can enlarge your vision and see that man there is a promise of God that there is a breakthrough that's possible come on if we just enlarge our vision, if we just enlarge our vision. And I love blind Bartimaeus because he, man, he had no choice, but he saw himself with sight. And he said, I'm going to get some of that. He, he screamed. At, and they even told him, hey, you, you, have to, you have to keep it down. You have to be quiet. But he kept all the more just making noise. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And so the first thing we have to do is we have to enlarge our vision. So, so let me ask you, what do you need to enlarge your vision for? What does that look like for you personally? Maybe it's healing in your body. Maybe you start, need to start imagining yourself healed. Maybe it's your knees, your shoulder, your back. Just start, man, life, and this is step one, but I just started enlarge, just enlarging your vision. What would life be like Maybe it's a job promotion. What would life be like? Maybe it's starting, your, starting a business. What would life be like? Start to enlarge. And you've got to understand here, I'm, I'm talking, there's a difference between, um, I just lost the word. That's the awful, when you're in front of you know, 100 people and you lose what you're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Ever been there? <laughs> ambition. There's a difference between doing something out of ambition and doing something, something out of like God's promise or gifting in your life the book actually t- does a whole chapter on that it's amazing because get, when you when you do something out of ambition it's actually for your glory but when you do something out of the gift that god gave you or the promise of the word of god he's the one that gets the glory man when it's healing in your body he gets the glory for that when there's when when it's a promise god put a dream inside of you he gets the glory for that doesn't he we need to start enlarging our vision we need to see ourselves differently and the next step ready for step two so first we got to enlarge our vision the next step is we have to get in position get in position look at your neighbor and say get in position you know um my uh, my, my son Arlo he recently the past couple years we've been doing sports in the spring and and uh he's he's I don't want to push him he doesn't really have the greatest interest so we're, we're trying it and we're kind of going at a, at a slow pace but uh so the first year he tried soccer and let me tell you he was an expert in picking flowers on the soccer field. Man, he, the ball is going that way and he's just like frolicking this way. I'm like, this, what, this, what? He was four, so there's grace. But I mean, five, no, there's no, there's no, no excuses, right? So the next year we did T ball, and uh, that was fun, because um, he is an expert baseball flower picker as well. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Like he'll be out there because you know they, they when they're five, four and five, it's just more entertaining, and the, you know they're just trying to learn the, the basics. And but uh, the batter's up there teeing in the ball, and he's just in the field looking around, like you know, the, the airport's right next to the field, so he's looking at the airplanes. And they hit the ball, and it goes right by him, and he just has no clue. Just like <laughs> this is great. And then, and then after the game, he's like, "Dad, I like tee ball," but it's just it's just funny and I I love it but one thing that the coaches they would always say is like get ready get in position and so you know you got to get ready for the ball right because when you get in position you're expecting the ball to come to you right and so you get in position you get ready and so I think for us we need to enlarge our vision but we also need to get in position that's where our faith comes in faith gets us in position God, I'm ready, I'm expectant, right? I, I am ready and expectant for what you wanna do. If you're believing and you're standing in faith for that healing and you enlarge your vision, you imagine yourself on the other side of your breakthrough, you also have to get in position and prepare yourself and get ready. One of the, one of the ways we do that is, is asking, is asking. You know you have not because you, because you ask not. So many times in our life it's as simple as just making your requests known to the father as simple as making your requests known our faith is the size of our asking and listen your faith that can either enable you or that can limit you I I don't want to bother you God I know you got a lot going on I I don't want to I don't want to put I don't want to put too much on your faith or on your plate so I I don't want to I don't want to ask but, but let me read you the scripture. This is really good. This is Matthew 7. It says, "'Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks it will be opened. Or what, is man, what, what man is there among you who, if a son asks for bread, you will give him a stone?' Or if he asks for a fish, you'll give him a serpent. If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? We need to ask. Faith positions ourselves by asking. Making your requests known to the Father. And we ask expectantly. You've heard Pastor Aaron talk about this. The word ask is actually a word demand, right? It's not demanding God around, but it's putting a demand on the promise that he has for you, right? The, the word says it's yours. So we can put, put, make our request known. We put a demand on the word and we ask. Amen. There's a quote in this book. It says this. It says, in any situation, God sits back on the sidelines until we ask him. God, what will you have me do? Then we invite him into the game. Once we invite him into the game, we are are sure to win because he never loses. You ever watch like, you know, back in the day, I remember as a kid seeing like wrestling, right? And you see this guy, like I'm talking about like WWE, you know, the, the big ring, that, and and so they'll, this guy's just getting, you know, hammered with stuff. But then he goes and he tags his buddy in, who's like four times as big. You know what I'm talking about? And he like comes in the ring. He's like, ha, ha, ha. He's like, you have no chance now. That's what I imagine with us with God, with asking, right? We, we, we hey, invite God into our wrestling match. Invite God into our game to fight our battles for us. Amen? Amen. And that's, that's kind of what I imagine. But like I said earlier, like, I feel like we just don't want to bother God. At least me you know I have this growing up and even now I just I had this problem asking for help anybody relate with that you know when it came to time to move um, for us to move into our the house that we're currently in um, I remember a lot of people just saying hey um, we want to help we want to help we'll help you move we'll help you move and uh, I don't know why but I just didn't want to ask for help and so I ended up asking a select few and that's that's a problem because they're offering to help right Listen, we're not bothering God by asking him. We're not bothering God by asking him. He actually wants us to make our requests known to him so he can start to move in our situation. Our faith is the size of our asking. And and listen, God will only get involved in your situation by invitation only. He sits and he waits for us to ask. And so we got to enlarge our vision. We have to get into position and then the last thing is this is we have to take a step we have to take a step look at your neighbor and say take a step you know faith takes a step going back to the story of blind Bart he uh, you know first he, he had to see himself with his healing he had to see himself able to walk around with vision with sight right and then, then the second thing I didn't say this but the second thing he did right is, is he, he asked I love what Jesus said when he asked him. He said, What do you want me to do for you, blind Bartimaeus? Now, obviously, Jesus could see that he was blind. Why do you think Jesus asked, anyways? What do you need me to do for you? You ever think about that? I think he wanted blind Bartimaeus to ask. I think he wanted him to say with expectancy that I would receive my sight. And maybe that's, maybe that's you this morning. Maybe you need to make your request known by just putting it out there. Saying, Father, I, this, is, this is where I'm at. This is what I need. This is what I'm believing for. But taking a step, because not only did blind Bartimaeus did he, he uh, see himself in that way, not only did he make his request known and ask, but what did he do? He got up. It says that he threw off his, his, his cloak and he got up and he went to Jesus. And I think sometimes we can have a vision. We can have, you know, we we can be asking, we can make our requests known. But, you know, in James, the Bible talks about faith without works is dead. Faith is believing so much that you're taking a step toward that thing because you're so confident in it. And faith is moving in the direction of what you believe. It's taking a step. It's stepping out. Maybe it's into the unknown. You know, I I, I was thinking of this illustration. If you you want to get muscles, or even if you want to lose weight, it's one thing to see yourself in that way, right? I I could see myself 20 pounds lighter. Then you can believe it. Lord, please help me 20 pounds lighter. Believing, I'm standing in faith, I'm making my request known. But how many of you know that that's not going to happen unless you put some action to it? right? There's some changes that need to be made, right? If, if, if you want to, if, if you have a goal, if, if you want to work out and get, get strong and all that, that's great, good luck, but you need to go to the gym, right? I'm just being practical, but the same is true in our faith, right? That we, we can, we can, have a vision of what God wants to do in us we can envision ourselves on the other side of that breakthrough we can envision ourselves starting that business adventure or that job promotion and we can make our requests known to God but at some point we have to take a step maybe towards adversity maybe towards discomfort but at some point we have to step out of the boat and say God my faith says I trust you I trust you faith without works is dead what what step ask yourself this what step do I need to take what step do I need to take and it can look different for everybody what step do I need to take there's a story in mark um you've probably heard this story i'm going to read it to you because i just feel like it's just a really good picture of what i'm what i'm trying to say here this morning and jesus was on his way to to heal a a girl who had had what would eventually pass and then he would resurrect but it's mark chapter 5 verse 25 it says now a certain woman had a flow of blood for 12 years and had suffered many things from many physicians she had spent all that she had and was no better but rather grew worse has that been anyone in this place you're up against a situation and you're trusting God you've been you've done everything you know to do and you feel like it just gets worse when she heard about Jesus she came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment For she said if i may only touch his clothes i shall be made well immediately the fountain of her blood was dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of the affliction and jesus immediately knowing in himself that power had gone out of him turned around in the crowd and said who touched my clothes but the disciples said to him you see the the multitudes thronging you and you say who touched me and he looked around to see her who had done this thing but the woman fearing and trembling knowing what had happened to her came, fell down before him and told him the whole truth and he said to her daughter your faith has made you well go in peace and be healed of your affliction so here's a woman she's been having this issue for 12 years she had gone to the doctors she had done everything she knew to do and it said that she heard love that she heard about Jesus and she said to herself, if only I could touch the hem of his garment. If only I could touch. So the first thing is she gets a vision of what what her life could be like. She enlarged her vision and then she said if only I could touch him, I know I'd be made well. And so she does. Her faith made her push her way through a crowd just to touch the hem of his garment. That was her action of faith. That was her step of faith. You know, I'm sure it wasn't easy. And there's probably embarrassment. There's probably, you know, persecution. She's pushing her way through a crowd of people. But faith takes a step. Faith takes a step. And with with blind Bartimaeus, could you imagine if he didn't speak up he wouldn't have gotten this healing and how many of us are in a situation where we we we're, were believing we're trusting God but man we just need to take a step of faith we need to take a step and what, what does that look like now write this down a, a formula a formula of faith ready it's as simple as this here speak do but you need all three hear speak do you need to hear the words of jesus you need to hear the, what the book says about your situation how you're healed you need to hear it and listen like i said earlier any any foothold that the enemy could have into that situation to take you off course he's going to take it so that's why we have to keep hearing and if you're believing for healing in your body you need to be filling yourselves up with healing scriptures if you're b- believing for breakthrough or in, in your relationship, you need to be filling yourself up with scriptures on how to be a better dad, a better husband, a better wife, a better mom. That, that, that's what you need to be putting in yourself. And then you need to start speaking it, right? Convince yourself of what you believe. And then you need to take a step. You need to do, right? Hear, speak, do. Do. let's Let's all stand to our feet this morning. Father, I thank you for this room of people this morning. I thank you that this is a room full of potential. And I thank you that this morning that eyes are just being opened of what is possible to them I pray that they would see you as a God of the impossible that you're not just a God in a book but you're a God that's in us that works through us that's all-knowing that's all powerful that's all moving and nothing is impossible with you father I pray that this morning that faith is stirred in this house That you are the God of the impossible. That you are who you say you are. Thank you, Lord. You know, I, feel, I felt like in preparing this message this morning that there was a couple different groups of people that we were supposed to pray for. And I'm not gonna ask anybody to come forward or anything like that, but, but if this is you, you're, you just, you, you, you need to dream again. You, you feel like just the weight of Your circumstance maybe things that you've gone through life has just dealt you a bad hand maybe you're hurting you're broken and you just need to dream again you just need to be able to see what life could be like outside of your situation I believe that this morning God wants to take you through the clouds and just open you up to a beautiful blue sky sunshine and just show you his promises so that you just have new vision for what life could be like for you you need to dream again that's one person I feel like I'm supposed to pray for and then the second one is this is the person that you just need to take a step of faith you've asked God you have trusted God you've believed and you've been standing against this situation and you 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 may even know what that step is and you're like you know I just need to take that step maybe you don't know what that step is this morning you just need to ask the Lord what what step do I need to take what step do I need to take I know what you've promised me but what step if you're either of those two people would you just do would you just raise your hand I just want to pray pray for you this morning yeah their hands are going up awesome this is between you and the Lord this morning awesome I see hands all over this morning I want you to keep your hand up there and this morning this is our this is our step of faith that you're bold enough to raise your hand and say listen this is this is what I'm this is what I'm dealing with and I'm, I'm gonna step out of this season so we're gonna pray